And so this tool could potentially just alleviate that whole uh, cycle of getting frustrated with them because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it's not because like, you're just mad to be mad, but it's because you have this genuine care and concern and you want to see them do well and you recognize that they're wasting time, that they're not going to get back, right? What is up, guys? RLTK PHX podcast episode 14. Yeah, and we got a special guest speaker with us today, Carmen Proctor. She's a really cool lady. I met her on social media. She's doing some really awesome stuff. But she before is. we get into talking about how awesome she is and all the really cool things she's doing, I thought for the sake of our audience, it might be really cool for us just to find a little bit out about Carmen and have her tell our tell her story to us. So Carmen, if you, if you could just uh, give us a little insight as to who is Carmen Proctor. Okay, that sounds good. Hi, everyone. Um, like uh, John introduced me, my name's Carmen. I am from Puerto Rico originally, and right now I live in California. So it's super cool that we met on social media and we can have a, a chat with this, like this. And um, I'm a mom of two. I have two kids who are teenagers. So I was really excited to find all the information that Real Talks Phoenix kind of shares with everybody. And um, I've been in software development as a project manager for a really long time and yeah. just really enjoy technology and, you know, teaching my own kids technology and robotics and, and things like that. That's excellent. So I'm sure you know quite a bit about how technology is really revolutionizing people's lives and how they get along, right? Yeah, I've been involved in technology for, oh, since 1999, since, you know, websites got started and now mm -hmm. have moved on to uh, mobile apps. And I love even, you know, learning from my own kids, what they do these days with the technology, what things are out there, how they like to communicate. Uh, you know, what keeps them excited about, you know, messaging their friends and, and that's sort of thing. Yeah. We're like, it seems like we're in a coming of age right now with technology. People are kind of waking up to the power of it. Also waking up to some of the negative things that are associated with technology. But what I found out about you, was that you created this really cool app, speaking of what we were talking on earlier. And uh, if you could just give us a little um, information on the app and what it is that you've been doing. Yeah, so um, I about uh, six months ago, we started working on an app that is really to help teens achieve success through learning goal setting. Uh, mm -hmm. It's the kind of thing that a lot of teachers expected to do, especially in middle school and, and high school, because you have to set your own projects, you know, for science project or other extracurricular activities, or you're supposed to, you know, do extra work to prepare for a teen triad or something like that but nobody sits down with kids and teaches them how to do it. Except people like me who are project managers and put their kids through that <laughs> when they're in second grade, right? Um, so I was just really excited to find something that I thought could help my own kids, you know, plan everything from their robotics projects so that they could be ready for competition to actually getting better at their sports so that they could go try out for a team and, and actually make it. Yeah. So. You must just be super mom, right? Your kids are in robotics and they're right. all making great grades and you're just this business owner. I mean, can we expect most parents to be as awesome? Right I got my Superman, oh. <laughs> Superwoman cup on the other Superwoman, side. <laughs> got my Superman cup, all is good. I need one of those, that'd be fun. Wonder Woman for me though, that's always been my thing. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so super mom i don't know i'm just i've always been that natural planner i i literally fell into project management um just because of that was the way i approached things there wasn't such a thing as being trained in project management when i started and so i just saw that when my kids kind of hit that age that they were past the age of fifth and sixth grade when the teacher sets the plan for you and they tell you you have a science project due in four months so let's work on this you know every week and see how that um, plays out when you get into kind of seventh and eighth grade nobody's holding your hand and saying your science project that's due in december you know here's what you're supposed to be doing and so because we're busy because they like doing a million different things uh it kind of forced the, the conversation in my house and it was just kind of cool to sit it's you know starting with my son in seventh grade with his robotics team to kind of they knew they had a competition to go to and they had a very specific thing but then I kind of realized that they've been holding their hand for so long, they sat there and went, well, I don't know where to start, so how do we start? And so having those conversations with 13 and 14 year olds was just kind of exciting to have them see, get these aha moments of, okay, well, this is where we need to be in December, so let's back it up and see where do we start? What needs to happen in the first week? What needs to happen in the second week? Who's doing what? How are we working together? And to kind of realize that that age they were capable of doing this, just kind of got me more excited that maybe this was something that I could do, you know, not just for my own kids and the teams that I, I help them with, uh, but for other teenagers who don't have, you know, the project manager mom <laughs> at home that this is just the way, the way I think. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of what I was seeing with the application itself. One of the things that we've been discovering about Gen Z, and Jordan, you can speak into this a little bit, but sure. Um, it's this conversation about how the distribution of trust has changed for Gen Zers, and, and what we mean by that, we've been saying that quite a bit, but maybe you could reiterate what you mean by that uh, yeah. here in a second. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, the distribution of trust. So it's a really cool thing. Uh, shout out to my friend Matt. He works for an organization called Glue that does data analytics. They're doing some really cool stuff. And what they found is that <clears throat> basically uh, before when we'd um, talk about trust, it was distributed from top to bottom. So the expert was usually the person who told everybody what was what. And then as a consequence of that, everybody believed it, right? But what we're seeing with Gen Z is that they don't, they don't do the pipeline system anymore. It's a review system. And what that means is if 100,000 people say this thing is good, then they're going to use it. Mm. And if they don't, then they won't, right? And so reviews become really important, right? And uh, other mm. people vouching for what it is that you've created. And so, like, it's it's really cool because, like, obviously the best way of communicating mm. stuff has always been word yeah, of mouth, right? Absolutely. The best way of validating whether something was good has always been, like, hey, uh, use this this cooking pan because it's the best cooking pan I've ever used <laughs> right. or buy this bike or use this soccer ball or whatever else. And so – it's kind of cool because the internet's kind of returned us to that in some some ways, but yeah. then the at social the same time, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, there's all, there's some weird things that come with that because there's so much information out there. Right. The question now becomes, what kind of information do you trust? Right? Yeah. Like, how do you know what's what and what's right and what's good, and and like what like you shouldn't believe, even though there's a bunch of people that believe it. Yeah, and that's kind of a dangerous situation to be in because the distribution of trust has changed. But people can appear to be experts when they're not just because several people use an application on something and they appear to be an expert. That's, I think the dangerous situation we're in right now, technologically, but what's really cool about what Carmen has done, she's an actual expert yeah. <laughs> and she didn't just she's use done it. She's done it. She's using it with her family. Absolutely. And so, you know, 
I was kind of joking earlier when I said that you were super mom, but in some ways you really are exceptional in that you created this application and, and you're kind of helping people take some of those skills that you have inside of your family and helping them kind of incorporate that into their own families. And so was that kind of in your thinking a little bit when you created it? It seems like, you know, you didn't just care about getting your kids project ready. You seem to think like this is a thing that lots of kids are, are, are struggling with. And so are there any stories that kind of stick out in your head of, of students maybe that you saw who were, who were gifted and talented, but just didn't know how to, to put all the pieces together and, and you've seen some of that happen? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's, it, you know, what you were saying, it's being able to, to share this with other people. Um, one of the things that I did with the app that was a little bit different is that the kids don't get to set the goals on their own and work an app completely on their own, disconnected from the parents. Like the app is designed to have a parent that is kind of a leader of a team, right? And the team is their kids. And so the kids That's are completely cool. responsible. Thank you. The, the kids are really responsible for creating their goals and deciding what the actions are gonna take and talking through deadlines. But then the parent gets a different view where they see progress. And so one of my goals with this was to have the parents start a conversation if they saw that the kids fell behind, right? So it became more of like, who do I have as my support structure to do this? And right now it is set up so it's you know the parent, but eventually we wanna make it available so like a coach or a teacher can provide that kind of support as well. Right. And part of the reason why I did it this way is, you know, back to the robotics team, you know, I had a team of seven or eight, eight seventh graders. They were all very different from each other, all interested in technology, all, you know, kind of totally into the, you got to build the robot and then you got to program it to complete specific missions and lift things and collect things and bring them back. So it's very structured in that way. And I saw, you know, eight kids completely into technology with different levels of, oh, I know I'm gonna create this one thing and I know how to go after it. And while others were into technology, they were super creative and you could not kind of get them without a deep conversation to kind of hone down on what is the one thing we need to accomplish today, right? Yeah. And so- um, That's good. Yeah, this, this same kid that I'm talking about now, I mean, he's, he's brilliant. And then right now he's talking about, well, I want to create like the software system with my friends. And so he's using the app to set it up that way because he needs, you know, he's super creative and very smart, but needs that structure that again, nobody teaches you until you repeat it over and over and over again. And even the creative types can learn to be a little bit more organized. And that way, you know, it kind of stops the way, you know, you're wasting a bunch of time and things that may not make sense. Or one of the big ones that I know was a thing in my house, Oh, you said you have two months to get this done. You know, try out here in August, whether you like it or not. So you have <laughs> right. right? You don't have control over that deadline, so you better get cranking. Well, you can't wait till the week before and then go, oh, I need to go practice my tennis serves because otherwise I'm not going to get invited to play in the high school tennis team. Absolutely. It, you can't make up for lost time. That's right. Right? I hear the stories. I saw a really funny um TED talk with this guy, Tim Urban, who talks about procrastination and how he had an entire year to work on his thesis and then waits for the last three days. Oh my gosh. Thesis was terrible, right? Yes. So it's just, it, there are certain things that you can try to pull off that way. First of all, I think that causes incredible stress and anxiety for the people who operate in that sense. Mm -hmm. And the other part of it is sometimes it's just not even possible, right? You can't learn enough basketball to make it to the basketball team the last week mm -hmm. before trials. Right. So part of it was inspired by these kids that I saw that it was like, well, 
they're completely capable of doing this. Mm. But again, nobody has sat down with them and said the, the best, you know, the best way, my best way, what I believe is the best way of doing this is plan it out. Yes. It takes, you know, I'm a project manager for a reason. If you just spend the time up front planning it, it lowers your stress and anxiety. You don't feel so overwhelmed. You know, you wake up every morning and you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And so it gets you kind of energized and it builds on itself to keep working at it. And so it was, it was finding that solution that could help not the kid who was already organized. Yes, they can, they can definitely use it, you know, like my kids. It gives them the motivation to do it on their own, but also it translates to the ones who are like, I have this big thing that I would love to do. And I am not really quite sure how to kind of pace myself to make sure it gets done. Yeah, absolutely. I can kind of, what's really interesting is I can kind of hear in this, this kind of real potential for like uh, influencers, parents, and different people who are spending time with Gen Z is uh, really to alleviate some of the anxiety and frustration in their relationship. Because I think part of it is, you know, you have this young person in your life and you want to see him be successful, right? And you know the skills that it takes to like be successful and to do certain things and achieve certain things and the consistency and the hard work that it takes. And then for them, they just kind of miss out on that sometimes. And so this tool could potentially just alleviate that whole uh, cycle of getting frustrated with them because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. And it's not because like you're just mad to be mad, but it's because you have this genuine care and concern and you want to see them do well and you recognize that they're wasting time that they're not going to get back. Right. Right. Exactly. And then, you know, what's really cool, like the app on its own for the teens, they get to see their own progress. And I know it's made a difference, you know, it's made, to say the superwoman and I'm like, well, to me, it was like this, it saved me from having to do the constant reminders and, you know, almost nagging. Yeah, absolutely. You said you were trying out for this in August. It, you know, did you get it done? Did you get your workout right? You said you had to practice serves. So you haven't done that in a week. Those conversations, when it, it became like this fun thing on your phone that you could check off and they could see like the little progress bar go up, it made a huge difference as, you know, as simple as that sounds. And even the, the other psychological part of it is you could see how many things you've missed. Right. There's a difference between, oh, I wrote it down on a piece of paper and it's now in my drawer and I'm not thinking about it. And I didn't do it for the last seven days, but it's fine because nobody's checking on it. To see an app, which is why we love technology, that could calculate for you, you are this far behind. Right? Yeah. You said you'd be here by now, but you're not even close. I know at least the teens that I've worked with recently and the ones that started using it and give me feedback, like that has been a big aha moment for them. To have that self-accountability, it kind of gets triggered by the, oh, I did not realize I was falling this far behind. I didn't mean to, right? Let me go figure out how to get caught up. Excellent. What are, what are, what's some of the feedback that you're getting from the teenagers? You said that uh, they've been using it and giving you some. Have, is there any, we had spoken about this uh, yesterday uh, about, some of the mental health issues and anxiety, you just mentioned that. So if you could speak to some of that and, and the feedback that you're getting from, from seeing it. Yeah, so um, the cool thing for me is that I've seen, um, it's kind of like this, it built on itself, right? They feel better about getting things done and then it kind of inspires them to go and set their next goal, right? My, I know my kids and, and the kids that I've been talking to um, through workshops and things like that, they can get started in one thing. And, and the biggest thing for me is when I try to talk to people about how to use this is 
the key to goal setting is just start small. Start something that you can break down into simple pieces that you can follow a plan. And when you start taking things off and you remember to do it, it kind of gives you the sense of pride about you know, what you're getting done and your progress. And even before you get done with that goal, you may be thinking about the next one because you felt so good about the fact that you set a goal for yourself and that you are actually working your plan that it makes you, it kind of inspires you to keep going and maybe take, you know, maybe the next goal is a little bigger and a little bit more challenging and a little more ambitious, right? We don't want all the goals to be super safe. Like this is about the kids who want to do, you know, work something that is their dream. They want to get into a great engineering school. So they have to do science projects or they're trying out for the high school varsity team and they got to try out, you know, and, and prepare for that. And so we know our kids have to go above and beyond anything I had to do 30 years ago to get into college. But I'm hoping that, you know, we guide them through, start with your vision. What is it that you love? And once you kind of start working towards this thing that you love, it just keeps you excited and, and motivated and happy, right? You get those, those happy feelings of I'm, I'm doing this and I'm doing this for myself and I can't wait to get it done so I can celebrate. Yeah, that's really cool. And even because this, like this generation is super passionate, right? Like they care about a lot of things social issues yeah social issues social entrepreneurship like they want to change the world and so like your app could literally help them do that like okay you say you want to do this okay well here's what it's going to take for you to do it and now you can see that like if you do this stuff over time like you're going to be making progress and you're going to be moving towards that goal that you say you're really passionate about and i think the really cool thing as well is it really helps a young person count the cost you know what I mean? Because a lot of times we just kind of get into stuff and we say we want to do something and we want to do something significant, but we don't, we haven't really thought about what it's actually going to require of us to do that. Mm -hmm. And so this app would really help you lay out what it's really going to require of yeah. you to actually achieve what it is you say you want to achieve. And you can really make an informed decision on like, is it mm -hmm. wise for me to do this or not? Mm -hmm. Which is something that seems to be really missing uh, from like I said, Gen Z is this, this wisdom, right? They got all tons of information, tons of knowledge, and they know a whole bunch of stuff, but in terms of how to apply that and actually use it in a way that's gonna empower them and empower uh, the people around them, mm -hmm. it seems like that's a slight disconnect. And so it sounds like what you've created could really help them do that, which I think is like incredible. Yeah. No, I, I actually love that part of it because there's a lot of, uh, apps out there that are more like the habits. Oh, I'm going to go walk every day to be healthier. I'm going to eat, you know, eat healthy every day. In my app, I make them kind of do the work. They, every goal that they set, they're the ones defining it, right? So it starts with it being specifically for them, for what they love and not what somebody else hopefully told them to do. But, you know, they get to, to pick an image that it kind of creates a mini vision board so that they have it to stay inspired. And then it makes them kind of create their own plan, right? Where, where are you now? So that you know how much training you need to do to get there or to plan a community service project or, you know, do the work for a merit badge for Boy Scouts, uh, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. But then when you do the action plan, this is something that is kind of funny because my own kids, I have these conversations with them all the time and they know now why I ask it. But my question was always, what are you going to do first and how long is it going to take? Right? Because even some plans out there, it's like, oh, well, here's my list of things to do. And it's like, well, do you know if that's going to take you 15 minutes or three hours? Because you can't plan three of these if each one of them is like on the same day. Is mm -hmm. each one's going to be three hours, right? 
So some of it is like teaching them also like create an action plan like, like you were saying to, that makes sense, right? That you can handle, right? It needs to, it should be a stretch goal. It should be that you're working for something fun, but don't put so much work on it and think that you're going to get it done in a month. That is, you're just going to get overwhelmed and stressed out. And then it's not, it's going to stop being fun. So, you know, that's not, that's not the purpose. Hopefully when we make them create their own plan, we're also teaching them to stop and think, how long is this really going to take me? Right. And let's make sure that what I'm putting together makes sense so that it's, you know, I can make progress. And at the same time, it kind of keeps me like, oh, yeah, that was doable. And it kind of teaches me for the next one. How long did this really take me? Right. Should it have taken me a little bit longer or a little bit less? It's, you know, all these life skills that when they get to college, they're going to need when they get to their first job, they're going to need. Right. They want to plan a family trip. They're going to need like it's just, you know, goal setting applies to so many different things. I just hope that going through the mechanics of it while focusing on something that they love doing just kind of keeps them learning something that's going to make their lives easier as they learn the process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the information that we've been looking up on Gen Z researching, Jordan had mentioned it earlier about being social entrepreneurs, but just this idea of not wanting to work for corporate America, <laughs> wanting to start your own business. I don't think a lot of teenagers are really conscientious of the amount of effort that it's going to take to achieve those goals. And that's what, like Jordan said earlier, counting the cost and whatnot. But the other aspect of it, and this is some of the data I've been seeing, is that Gen Z doesn't just want um, to be given a task and to have the, the free reign to run with it. One of the things that they've noticed is, with this generation, this is a, quite a bit different from previous generations, especially millennials. They wanted more freedom to kind of do things the way they wanted to do it. Whereas with Gen Z, it's like they want more hands-on mentorship. They want people kind of coming alongside of them in a way. And, and that's the thing I really see about your app, that the parents become a stakeholder in the progress of their teenager or the influencer or the coach or the teacher, whoever it is. And so I think that that's really an interesting way to meet that need that seems to be out there. But obviously in, in your corporate experience, I'm sure that you saw quite a few people that when they came into that, that world, that they weren't prepared for all of the things that that entailed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what to me, you know, always go being so into goals and thinking of the end in mind, right? I want to prepare. It started with me wanting to prepare my kids for the future right? Then being able to make the decisions and understand, you know, if you're shooting for something in six months, right, make a plan so you can do it the best way possible and achieve, you know, achieve success. I was in corporate for a long time. I hired and worked with plenty of 20-somethings who graduated from business programs who did not know how to work a project from beginning to end on their right. own with milestones and planning and figuring out time estimates and things like that. And not that you have to be great at it because it's a new type of, you know, exercise when you leave school, but at least understanding kind of the, the process behind it, right? And I actually talked to a few friends of mine. One is a college professor and the other one's a psychologist. And the college professor teaches freshmen and sophomores. And she told me, you know, plenty of kids, like a very, very high percentage of her classes come in and they don't understand this process of, oh, I gave you an assignment that's due in December. Go, you know, figure <laughs> out what you need to do. Figure out what resources you need. Who do you need to team up with? To do it it's like it's college you got to go and figure this stuff out on your own but nobody taught them that in high school so how are they supposed to know 
you wow. know? And then my friend, the psychologist actually specializes in uh, teens and families. And so she started giving me information around this executive functioning skills, which I was not familiar with the term, but it kind of encompasses what my, you know, what I wanted to do with the app. And it's kind of funny, I had already designed the app and it is about teaching kids planning and prioritizing and mm. self accountability. And so I was just really happy to see that the things that I was seeing and kind of assuming from my own kids and my friends' kids and the kids that I had coached, that it was actually the correct time for these teenagers, right, to start learning these planning skills and be self-accountable, right, which is why I wanted the kids to own the goal. Absolutely. And then, of course, with the guidance of an adult, yeah. and at least be like, hey, you know, and and like you were saying, a support system, right? It's not for the parent to say, right. oh, you're not getting this done. It's so that you can look at it and be like, hey, I see, obviously, that, you know, kids are doing so much these days, right? This is not about saying, mind. it's about saying, what's happening? Did you, did you go for too much, right? Did you think you were going to get this done, but you don't really have three hours a day because you already have two extra activities, mm -hmm. right? Or was this really, you know, are you missing a resource? Are you missing you know, a piece of software that you need to start coding? Do you miss, you know, or did you get stuck because there's a, some knowledge that you don't have that needs to move you forward? Kids are not, you know, you were talking about the distribution of trust. Kids are not great about coming to their parents all the time with something that they're missing. Right. So my own kids do this. I have an engineering degree and they tell me after the fact that there's something in math that they don't understand. And I'm thinking, I'm sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> right. But if you come to me and we could talk about it, right? You don't need to go ask your friend, but they go to their friends first. They go check it out online. They do all these other things. But having a tool that connects the kids to the parent oh, man. then gives the parent the ability to look at it and start a supportive conversation that says, That's Why really are you stuck? How can I help you? Right? Are you missing something that I can provide to get you unstuck? And so that way the kid kind of feels the support and can keep moving. Have you, uh, so I know you'll be able to speak to this from a personal level. Have you uh, seen improvements in your relationships with your teenagers as a consequence of using the app? And can you kind of maybe, I don't know, share a story or two? Because I'm sure your teenagers are a little bit different in how they approach the use of the app as well and how you have to like encourage them and how you approach them. And so maybe if you could just speak to a little bit on like, the nature of how it's improved your relationship and then also how when perhaps things get difficult while using the app how you encourage them to keep going yeah for sure yeah my um <laughs> one of the things that i mentioned a little while ago is that you know it helps that i don't have to nag them yes. um when we started we actually started with paper forms because i just wanted to go through the process and make sure they understood what it was right and so yeah they had a little bit more experience understanding what the parts of a goal should be and you know before they even put them on the app um but i love the fact that they see it as just a, you know as another tool in their phone like in their fingertips where they said you know where it worked for them it's okay i have my plan i said i was doing this on wednesday and i'm just gonna go do it like there doesn't have to be a reminder or a conversation so then we can spend our time more um focused on well, what is it that you want to do? Like, it's actually like, I don't have to worry about the day-to-day -day anymore. It starts with what's the next goal you're going to achieve. My son is um, not just in tennis, but in speech and debate. And so they have state qualifiers coming up. And even though he's a freshman, he's wow. been doing really well up to now. So he wants to go to state. 
Aid, which is a big deal when you're competing against seniors who've been debating for four years. And so without me saying anything, he just, you know, kind of mentioned, hey, I need to start working on some things to prepare for state qualifiers. It's like, okay, well, tell me more about that. Well, you know, I think based on our history, we have, you know, me and my partner, my debate partner can have a really good um, experience and make it to state, which not many freshmen do, if we do these things. And so I love that it kind of triggered a conversation from his side to start sharing it kind of more at the high level. This is what my vision is. And this is why I think it would be really cool to do this. Um, and I don't have to worry about, do you have a plan and are you doing your work? Because he already did that part on his own. So it kind of brings up the conversations to more about like, what do you really want? As opposed to, do I need to tell you every single day what you should be doing? Yeah, that's so good. Yeah, it's so, really making it's yeah. really making the person think through what they say they really want. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing, to, everyone has the same amount of time, yeah. but not everyone's willing to put in the same amount of effort. And right. so when a, when a person says, for instance, a teenager, I want to go to Hollywood and become you know the best actor of all time. Mm -hmm. Well, have you put any content on YouTube yet? Have you you get what I'm saying? So. And that's what I really like about what you were talking about earlier, putting it in bite-sized pieces and, and the small goals. Something you had said about um, in your story that really keyed that in in my head was your son said, I think we can do this because da 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 da, -da. He, It shows that he had been thinking through, mm -hmm. can I achieve this goal? Right. And sometimes when I see teenagers, they set goals, but they're so fantastical and not really practical how can you set a goal for that <laughs> and so making them think through okay hollywood and the oscars are over here <laughs> what do we need to do to start to get there you know what i mean and yeah. so you know we've we've heard so many times with young people when they get ideas instead of planning for it their big idea is move out of my parents house and just go to la right and so that's not really a great plan <laughs> You know, it, it's brave, but that's what I really enjoy about what you're what you're telling us about what the app does. It seems to be giving teenagers, and maybe this is where the anxiety comes from because they have these big dreams, they're exposed to the world, they see all the things other teenagers are doing, but it's like, how can I get there? Right, and, and that's the tricky part, right? To say that you have a goal and not have a plan, it's actually counterproductive. Like, it does make you more stressed out and more anxious there's been studies around that right and so the idea of bringing in this um a simplified version of what's you know smart goals you gotta have to make them specific measurable actionable relevant right why is it important to you and time bound is so that you can think of it and say okay well i want to be in hollywood in three years but what does that mean for me for the next three months right? Or for the next six months. When I give, um, when I start my workshops and I talk to teens about this, I do try to bring them down to, okay, what's your first step? Do you need to figure out, you know, is your first action to prepare for a community theater, mm -hmm. you know, Good. and then prepare for that audition, right? And so it's kind of interesting. My husband and I are both engineers, but our kids have done dance and theater and like all these creative types that we've dealt with teaching the software development as well as this other world that I know nothing about. Um, but my son wanted to be in the school play and the, the play was Mary Poppins. So there was, you know, <laughs> one key boy part in it. And he was 
determined to be Bert. And so he spent four months practicing singing. He already knew how to dance. Um, and doing some, you know, and making sure that he was going to be the kid that walked in and had all of his lines ready, right? And so if he had wanted to take that further, right, at least he had a plan for the next four months, you yes. know? And I think that's why kids, it just, it becomes overwhelming to think, well, this is what I want to be when I grow up. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I talk to even my kids about and other kids and, and in my webinars is have an idea of where you want to go. But first of all, it's not fixed. You could change your mind. Right. The question is, based on what you think you love right now, right, just go try something, right? What I'm trying to do with that actionable part of a smart goal is go take action. Do something. Because at least if you started it and maybe you didn't love it as much as you did, go in a different direction. But at least you did it. And in the process, you learned something. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, a lot of people struggle with that, right? They get paralyzed by all the possibilities and what they might miss out on. And so they don't do anything. Right. Yeah. And in, in the grown up world, that's called, you know, analysis paralysis. Cause you do that at the job, you know, in work all the time, but you have to learn that once you start taking action, it's just like, it's why we all love to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody loves, I know people who literally write down everything they're supposed to do that day so that they can check them all off and feel good about themselves. Yeah. Right? it does give you this boost of happiness. Look at everything that I got done, right? And that's great. But the best, the, the positive side of that is just go find something and start doing and at least take a path. If you have to change it, that's fine. You know, teens don't, meet, don't need to be super strict about where they're going to be in five years. But at least figure out what path you're going to start doing to make progress in something, to learn something. And if nothing else, you've learned how to get better at something that was interesting to you. So I guess another question for you is, and you may have mentioned this earlier, but I just want to clarify for our listeners and our viewers, is this something that only parents can use? So right now the app is built for a family, right? So the parent is kind of the leader of their team. Uh, We are releasing in about six weeks a version for coaches. Because my, um, my own kids tennis coach and a few people that I know who do like SAT prep and things like that, you know, um, coaches that are ready to kind of work through goals with their kids, they really want to be able to manage their teams and still have the kids do their own individual goals, right? Because every kid is not in the same exact spot in preparation for anything, really, right? And so they want to be able to have the kids work with them through the goal setting, but then have that dashboard that tells them how are they doing? Are they making progress? Did they even define the goal in the way that you discussed, right? Just to kind of have a bit of oversight. Um, And so we'll be making it available very soon for kind of bigger groups with coaches so that then the coach can have kind of the entire team under, you know, one view and be able to see how everybody is doing. Mm, That's awesome. That's incredible. So just to clarify for everybody, uh, if somebody was like, I need this right now, where would they go? to find it. Okay. So right now it's in the Apple app store. They can look it up under teen smart goals. And, uh, we're actually working before we get cranking on the coaches part, we're finishing up the Android version. So it'll be in the Google play store in about a month. Yeah. For all, all those weird people that use Androids, right? Like <laughs> for, you, for all you people out there, you know, we're going to get for you. There are lots of my friends who are like, when are you having the Android versions up? And it's like, I know, I know, I know it's coming. 
it's coming, but, um, but we're almost, we're almost done with it. And so we're, we're super excited to finish it and be able to have it both in the app store and, and Google play. And so, um, we'll have that done first and then we'll, we'll release the, the coaches version, which will hopefully help. You know, I, I talked to somebody yesterday who runs a hockey league and so they want to use it with their teams so that the kids can do their own, you know, prep and workouts and stuff before they even come to clinic or before they go to their private classes and things like that. So it, it's, uh, we know it's important and I'm super excited about helping coaches as well, because especially, uh, it even helps the coach have a little structure, right? Even with my own uh, tennis coach, he's amazing. And he's been coaching for 25 years, probably closer to 30. And he was looking for a way to kind of give structure to, okay, if, if you're training with me, for the next three months, this is what you need to focus on, yeah. right? And so having a tool that helps them, you know, sit with a kid and have that conversation and then be able to track it, it's just going to make it a little bit easier. And then that way too, the parents can see, well, you know, it's practice with intention. That's the other thing that I talk to my mm -hmm. kids about, right? Imagine if schools had their hands on this thing and teachers could put the goals in for their kids, their, their students, and they were mocked by day and time and they could track them. And then they had the individual, they knew where every one of their students was at in their class. Yeah. Like, I mean, what you have created is incredible. And the potential that it has to, like, no lie, like, change the world, the way we, the way we think about certain things yeah. and the way that we engage and the way that we uh, go about achieving what it is we say we want to achieve. So you are a true innovator, and it is awesome to meet you and spend some time with you. And I'm glad our viewers got the opportunity to hear about what you've created. And I think the cool thing too is like, uh, there may be viewers out there for us who have like hopes and dreams and different things like that. And they see somebody like you, who's just like us, somebody who just like created something, stumbled upon something and like decided to go all in on that thing and pursue their dream of like designing and creating something and making a difference in the world. And so, uh, I just want to say thank you for that and just encourage anybody out there who has a vision or a dream or a goal. First of all, get the app to help you get there <laughs> right. and then go do it. Right. Yeah. Just go do it. Take action. That's the most important thing. And so when we look for the app though, it's team smart goals, right? In the app store or is that how it will be in, uh, is it the Android store? I don't even yeah. use it. So I don't know what the it's Apple called. Store. And that's what it will be in the Android store too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the name of the app. And then, you know, for even additional information on things like time management and productivity for teens, or even, you know, like we were talking about, the app is a tool that will help you document, you know, put together your plan and then help you track it. But if you're stuck thinking, what's my first step? How do I even figure out what my plan is? Then we also have a lot of articles on our website that kind of walk you through the process of the website, like having you know a writer's block. <laughs> You're looking at a blank page and you don't know where to start. You know, read a couple articles. We we walk you through the you know kind of the tips that we've used that are have been helpful, and um, you know hopefully also just help inspire some some action and you know kind of understanding how to use the app better so that it's beneficial. Awesome. And what was the website? teensmartgoals.com and you guys are on social right so what platforms are you on so we're on facebook Sweet. um we are on twitter and instagram awesome um which i use instagram to push things so that my kids will read them <laughs> but hopefully you know we're trying to build a community on facebook as well called uh, parenting busy teens 
And that really is more like the back and forth of just useful information, whether it's things that I um, kind of wrote and thought would be useful, but I try to share a bunch of information as well from other influencers and other websites that have great content for parents of teens. And awesome. so, you know, all focused around our teens are busy. Let's try to help and support them and make their lives, you know, a little bit easier. Um, and then you can find us on Twitter as well. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, we really appreciate your time. Thank you Thank for you being guys. a podcast guest. Yes. Number you're gonna one. Be, you're, you're the gonna number be, one. You're gonna be a <laughs> tough act to follow. Yes. Goodness. Thank you. It's been an honor. I love talking to you guys. And, you know, we all are in this together trying to help teens um, have great lights. So okay. this is exciting. Don't forget about us when you blow up and you're a super yeah, when you're a superstar celebrity. I will not. You guys were my first podcast, my first guest podcast oh, for cool. talking about teens. I've done other ones for business, but this is this is my exciting. Um, this is my passion. Awesome. It's our passion, too. Yeah, for sure. All right, everybody. We hope you enjoyed. Uh, we're going to be jumping way more guests on our podcast in the next couple of weeks. Our whole goal is just to expose you to other influence out there that are doing incredible things that are changing lives that are impacting the world in really deep and meaningful ways and ultimately helping you as an influencer gain that connection, that trust with the Gen Z in your life so that you can speak into their life and help them make decisions that are ultimately going to impact their future in a positive way. And so, as you guys know, I'm Jordan. This is John, RLTKPHX. You'll find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, right? So you can follow he us anywhere, RLTKPHX. <laughs> we will talk to you guys soon. Peace.